0: What's up, guys? Great to be here on a Saturday morning. I'm out here on Himmler's beautiful back porch. Here, I'm going to introduce him in just a moment. Um, so the first thing we're going to get into today is my final preseason rankings uh, of the season. These are going to change each week as the year progresses, but for right now, I'm not going to go into too much depth into why people are ranked where they are because I already did that last week. So I'm going to kind of just give a brief synopsis of why a few people moved. A lot of it has to do with some roster changes. But it's nothing major. Most people are still around the spot that they were in uh, a couple weeks ago. So, without further ado, starting at 12, we have Timmons. I actually think he kind of wanted this to happen. Um, You know, and especially with trading Diggs away for Rager, and then Rager ended up getting hurt. That's going to kind of put him behind the eight ball. Um, Moving from 12 to 11, we have twos here. Twos, I moved you up one in the rankings. Uh, Mikey Mack, I have at 10. I actually would have had you a tad higher, but the David Montgomery injury, just for now at least, week one, is going to hold you back momentarily, but nothing huge. Uh, Eric, you're at nine think you were here in pre, nine or eight in preseason. Not much of a change. Myself, I have at number eight. I think I was seven or eight a couple weeks ago. Again, not a big change. Tro, I have at seven here. And then Kren. I'm buying into the hype on Team Kren. He's the loudest person in the league. I have him up to number six. You know, you know. maybe you talked yourself into that position. Maybe you didn't, but you climbed. So congratulations. And then this brings us to our top five. Max, I think I have you up a couple spots. I forget what you were exactly, but now you're at number five. Austin, I think you were four to begin with. You're at four again. Cobb, I have you falling from one to three just because I think we all know Fournette probably isn't going to have the same amount of production in Tampa as he did in Jacksonville. He could, He very well could. Again, this is all speculation. But for now, just losing that running back. And while I know Antonio Gibson finds himself in an ideal situation I still it's hard to completely predict two booming seasons from both of them right now so still top three but I dropped you from number one and then two and one is pretty much a toss-up but I have AC at two and then Breezy at one now because I like I like the high risk high reward chance with getting digs because if he does actually pan out um, you know I think that's gonna really put your team over the top So there's my rankings, again, that goes Timmins from 12 to 1, Timmins 2s, Mikey Mack, Eric, myself, Tro, Kren slash Gavin, Max, uh, Himmler, Kybe, AC, and then Breezy. So the next thing we're going to get into, we're going to break down each matchup and we're going to give our predictions. Himmler took three games and then I took three games. We're going to kind of give our rationale and then a score prediction at the end. So, uh, let me go ahead and transition and we'll bring in our guest. Austin, how's it going, man?
1: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on this podcast.
0: Yeah, man. Thanks for hosting me in your, uh, gorgeous backyard on this great Saturday morning.
1: It's a pleasure to have you here.
0: Yeah, Gary. thanks, man. So, um, again, you kind of get the gist of how this works. We're just going to go game by game. We'll actually just pull up the scoreboard, and uh, we'll go from there. I've done enough talking, so I'll let you get underway with your first one. So let's just go ahead. I'll pull up the matchup. Um, yeah, and go ahead. So who's the first game we got? I have
1: AC Gailey, okay. first game. Talk about the host right up here. <laughs> um, let's just get into it. I, I, I'm going to go play, or position group by position group, give some of my thoughts. And then that sort of explains my uh, my point differential here. So, quarterbacks we got Bridgewater, Ryan. I mean, I I don't think Ryan has. I, I'm not. I've never liked Matt Ryan. He had like a great year like three years ago when they but, went to the
0: Super Bowl. Yeah,
1: yeah. But he's versus Seattle, run heavy. I, I I'm worried he's not going to get too many passes. Versus Teddy Bridgewater, you know, I think good matchup with the Raiders. He's a young guy. He has fucking Christian McCaffrey. And you're smart because he's going to, any receiving output by McCaffrey, you're going to see in Bridgewater. Mm -hmm. So I gave the advantage Bridgewater gaily. Let's go down to running backs. We got McCaffrey and Connor versus Dalvin and Mixon. I, you gotta pick. Yeah, right. you, you know it's fucking. <laughs> tr- I'm. I'm sorry. Like I, I even have notes here, but that's that's where I, I I get that from. But I mean, Dalvin and Mixon, they're dogs. They're they're good fucking running backs. Uh, let's go receiving core for Connie, Cooper Brown. Um. I think Cooper, he could be hurt. Did you see reports? Yeah, I
0: saw they were, because I have Cooper in another league, and I know the the Cowboys are kind of downplaying his injury. So I don't know how serious it is. He could miss week one. He's probably not going to. They're kind of just keeping it on the down low. So my guess is he does play. Yeah, I I think he does play. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, he's, he's playing Jalen Ramsey
1: week one. That is true. That's rough. And then you got Brown, boom or bust versus Gailey's guys, who, who they have, fucking, more and McLaurin. It's the same thing, Moore. I like that idea of, like, if you have a guy like Christian McCaffrey, the only chance you have of weathering the storm is having some guys vulture some touchdowns, mm-hmm. be, you know, be on its own team. So I, I gave the edge to Gailey's wide receivers. And then, uh, fucking Kelsey's the tight end. Yeah, he fucking wins. He er, Ertz, I I'm not so big on Ertz this year though. I
0: know the only thing that's giving me hope now is because Rager's missing some time and, uh-huh. and Goodwin opted out, so they but, really only have Alshon. But I'm D-Jacks saying, just Ertz in a
1: tight win. end, if you look at like the second <laughs> half of last year, Goddard was I know. blowing I know. him I know. out. That's both in I was... both in fucking catches and like on field percentages. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Sorry to say that, but no, I, I don't like Ertz this year. Um, then let's go to the flex. Just Rugs, lindsey jones versus uh, Akers-Parker-Cohen. I I like – I think Ruggs – there's that downside of being a rookie, but so is Akers. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Lindsey, he's now – and I don't think he's going to get the touches he did last year.
0: Probably that, not. But he's definitely going to get carries because he was a pro bowler, so they're not just going <sighs> to be like, hey – you're not involved in the offense anymore, but I don't know how they're gonna do it between him and Melvin. So that'll be interesting to yeah. see.
1: But I, Jones is solid; he's really good. Yeah, he's good, and he has a big role on that team. Mm-hmm. Versus fucking I'm Parker; he's versus New England, and Miami sucks. And Cohen's touches are going down and down. It's yeah. he he's sort of lost the love of that uh-huh. in uh in fucking Chicago. So that's why I gave the edge to uh, to AC's flex. Just to summarize here, I have AC winning 140 to 135. He took the yeah, running back, tight end, yeah. flex, uh, <clears> at <throat> QB wide receiver. But I think you do have a shot of winning, and that's basically if uh, Bridgewater can – if if all of Christian McCaffrey's tutties come from Bridgewater passes – or if more gets a lot yeah. of the scoring. I I do think it's that's your shot of like mitigating that Christian McCaffrey factor.
0: Right. It's always hard when you go up against CMC. So we'll see though, we'll see. All Hopefully right. I can keep it close. Um, next we move on to uh
1: or did you next? want to
0: alternate here? Uh we can just go in order. Okay. So you can who's next. Up, yeah, I think you are. It's Max and Mikey Mack. Did okay. you do that one? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did.
1: Okay. All right, we got Wilson Brady. I have that as a wash. I kind of like Wilson a little bit more uh-huh. in quarterback. Uh, Brady is for Max. Wilson's for yeah. for McGinnis. I mean, dude, Wilson's, is. I think he was top three QB last mm-hmm. year. He's a stud. Yeah. He's great. And now he has a healthy receiving core on, like, last year. Uh, but then again, Brady's the go. Tampa Tom too with Dude, all
0: this. Wa- I don't. I don't. Know I don't what's with
1: Bruce happen. Arians, I'm just saying that it's close there, right? Yeah. No, it okay, is. Okay, so I just said it's a wash. It's a push. Uh, let's move to running backs for McGinnis, Chubb, Gordon. Two years ago, that'd be probably the best backfield in the league. This year, yeah, I don't you know. You got you got Hunt in Cleveland, and you also got uh, Lindsey in Denver, right? Anyways, the like there's a lot of potential there, but versus Kamara and Singletary, Singletary has a nice matchup.
0: Yeah, with the Jets. Who I, know also do not have Jamal Adams. So, yep. <clears throat> so I give it to Max
1: hands down for running backs. Let's go to wide receivers. Max's Juju and Metcalf. I I'm I've never been high on Juju ever since he became wide
0: receiver one. Yeah, like he I mean I don't. I don't know how much of the struggles were due to Ben last year or due to, like, I don't know, because Deontay Johnson did fine. Yeah. And so I don't know, but. But. I think he could have a bounce back year with Ben, but. He
1: certainly. I don't expect him to do it week one though.
0: No, probably not.
1: Metcalf. Uh, what do I have here? Uh. Should uh I don't know like, there's always that worry I have with Seattle wide receivers that they run too much and they just don't get the touches. Yeah. But he's really good. Versus... But then again, it's Julio Thielen,
0: and Minnesota just shipped out Diggs. They drafted Jefferson, but, like, uh, he's not better than Diggs right now. So, like, so Thielen is the clear number one.
1: So, uh, yeah, big, big advantage, wide receivers, McGinnis. I didn't even realize till now how sick that wide receiver duo is. Mm -hmm. But, uh... And then we go down to wide or tight end. Kittle for Max versus Cook. Fucking Kittle, come on. Yeah. I, I, I think, though, Cook, I, he's probably due a little bit for regression because he just scored, like, two touchdowns all every week. it Crazy amount of red zone usage. But still. Now let's go down to Flex. Gallup, Johnson, Coleman versus, for
0: Max versus Montgomery, Landry, mm-hmm. Anderson for McGinnis. I think Montgomery might play week one. I know he hurt his groin, but it depends how long it is. So I think he might still be playing. But if not, he'll probably miss the first couple weeks. Yeah, kind of questionable there. But, Mm -hmm. dude, Anderson and
1: Landry, those are really good flex guys Mm -hmm. to have. That's sick. I mean, I I think Anderson's going to be a good fit in Carolina. Maybe a little boomer
0: busty. Yeah. But Landry gets touches, dude. Mm -hmm. He's solid. Um, Yeah, he's definitely good to have at flex. Because, like, in most 12-teams leagues, he's a wide receiver, too. Mm -hmm. Then to have him as a flex is a nice luxury.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Whereas, I think, like, Coleman is a little boomer bust. Mm -hmm. You know, Johnson is going to have limited touches with Swift now, right? Yeah.
0: I did just read, though, that I guess Swift has missed the, the last week of camp with an injury. Um, so this for week one at least. He could this be. might bode Johnson might get more touches there. That is true. So they might sprinkle in Swift as opposed to like a true uh, like platoon system. Uh-huh. At least early on. Yeah, true so that's committee or whatever. What probably, but yeah. and then
1: we go to Gallup and I don't know, Andrew fucking loves this guy. All he he fucking gets hard every time someone says his name, but I'm not sold on him. I,
0: I think he's still developing. I think he's good, but like. In- Their offense is weird, Dallas, because like some weeks he'll have like two touchdowns and other weeks it will just be all Zeke. And then other weeks Cooper will have like 52 fantasy points. And like,
1: I don't think it'll help that it's going to be another talented wide receiver there.
0: See how CeeDee Lamb too. They, yeah, I, I almost forgot about that. I keep forgetting they drafted him.
1: See, like, I, I don't know. I've just never been a Gallup guy. Like, I've, I think he's a free agent type waiver guy. Mm-hmm. to be honest, but maybe I'm wrong. Um so I gave the edge to the uh to McGinnis here. And then it is really close because I gave McGinnis the wide receiver and flex, gave Max wide receiver tight end. Mm-hmm. So I say McGinnis does pull it out 135 to 130. Closest matchup I had. Um Max still can win if guys like Singletary and Juju take advantage of like the good fucking matchups against weak yeah. New York teams. Um and also like if McGinnis, like if he if he sees some consistency, like if Gallup is who people have been saying he is, if Johnson, you know, Swift doesn't play he mm-hmm. can totally sneak this out. Right. I I don't even <clears throat> want to say sneak it out because it's just a close matchup. Like he can win too. Um yeah, I just said it's the closest of the three I'm predicting. It's kind of up in the air. I think it will also come down to quarterback play. Yeah. Because
0: there's a I lot, lot of uh, question marks Tampa there. I want to see how Tampa Tom does. I'm excited. Exactly.
1: <clears throat> okay. And now, finally, this is I already saying it now because Kybes has a great team. This is the not the closest I have. This is the Ky, – Kybes, my guy here. Um I even think the score they have, like, predicting in the app, is, like, pretty pretty accurate. What does it say? It, it's oh, one... Sure. I have it... Uh, what do I have? I have Kyve 140 to 130. Kyve's projected, like, 139 to 129, Eric. Okay. Um. Okay, that being said, Mahomes is better. Mahomes yeah. is fucking amazing uh yeah, i they took him in the second round if if eric like if he is Mahomes and hill, which is kind of bold,
0: but you can sneak out these wins against big teams i li- i like i kind of like that strategy I was saying it when he drafted him because like some there's gonna be weeks where the two of them combine for fifty five to sixty points, just two players. I'm saying like more than that, yeah. like 80 points between. Because if you
1: think about mm-hmm. it, like when Mahomes goes off, it's going to be to Hill. Yeah, I, I think that's a good strategy to take down like one of these strong teams in the league that mm-hmm. can. I uh, well, I just think he has a high floor, or, or high ceiling, I should say. Yeah. But anyways, uh, let's get to the running backs. Bell, dude, I I think I was seeing an. Uh, Barry was saying, Matthew. Barry was saying he thinks Bell lost a step or whatever. I don't know about that. I think I it's think just,
0: he's just on a shit team.
1: Yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. Yeah, a shit yeah. organization, a shit offensive line. He doesn't have a good. It, it, he's super talented, but he's also now doing this weird bullshit. He's talking about an uh like an unspecified mm-hmm. injury. Um, I, I I, I'm not high on him this year, but he's really good. It's just the fucking Jets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's crazy how he's only realizing this now. Fucking... And then you got Mostert, who's now, unfortunately, in fucking a backfield with Coleman and McKinnon. I know. So, but I'm it, not high. He That but, was, like, the deal last year, and then he took all the carries from him. But if you look at the last... What is it? It's week... 13 to week 17. Yeah, that was he's like he's getting the ball 10, of 10 to work. 20
0: was at the end of the year in the playoffs. Dude, he got a touchdown every <clears throat> fucking week.
1: He the one week he got like 140. So like I even put in my notes, how does Eric win? Well, if he if Moser kills Coleman and McKinnon and gets those touches like the end of the season or at least breaks yeah. their leg or something. Yeah. Uh so I'm just, the advantage goes over to, uh, to Kybe yeah. with fucking, uh, who, Claire, how do you, it's Claire Edwards-Hilaire? Clyde edwards Clyde, Hader. okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, clear RB1, best offense in the league. And then his second one, running back, <laughs> is the, uh, oh, he, ch- he changed up his roster since I did this, is Gibson. Gibson. No. Yeah. I, I had Ingram, who I actually like. Kind of more.
0: He has Ingram in his right. Like, yeah, an, yeah. so it's going to fuck yeah. up
1: my notes, but I, I think Ingram's like a really consistent guy and mm-hmm. another strong offense. He's great. R- advantage running backs. What do you think about Gibson? I, I
0: like I he's know. an RB1, but it's Washington. It's Washington, and he only had, I just saw this yesterday, I think Timminson, and he only had 33 carries in college yeah. his whole career. So was I don't he know hurt polished. or something? No, he was like a running back slash receiver hybrid type deal. So okay. he ran a lot of routes. He was kind of like a Jalen Samuels type What What deal. type of uh, like offense? <clears throat> uh, he went to Memphis, so they pass a lot. Okay. So, I don't know, though. Like, he does find himself in a favorable situation. I think he's going to have to become more polished, probably. I don't know too much about him, so I don't want to just spout nonsense. But to only have 33 carries and then now be a starting in the NFL... I don't know. Like well, he might have his spots, but we're PPR. He might catch hella passes from Haskins, and that's it might a good work point. out. So. You know, he
1: may be like a Haskins safety blanket. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. <clears throat> um, so we'll see.
1: Yeah, but yeah. So let's move on to wide receivers, dude. Tyre. I just Tyreek's amazing. Mm-hmm. Browns boomer bust. I I I think Tyreek's the fastest guy, like field speed in the league. He probably is. Yeah.
0: Um but then again, Thomas Evans, come on. It's better. He's going to have, for uh, for Eric to win again, it's going to have to be one of those weeks where Mike Evans scores nine points instead of, like, 40.
1: Where my guy Godwin scores yeah, all the right. points. Uh, right. Yeah. And then, so let's move on. Or if Brown, like, he just goes off. But yeah. what was it they brought in? Who did they bring in that uh, is going to take his carries away? Who? Brown. Brown's a receiver. You no uh, not carry. Touches. <laughs> like, targets. Um, Did they? I don't know. I didn't think they got a receiver. I don't, maybe maybe I'm wrong. But whatever. Down.
0: Tennessee receivers. I could be thinking of yeah. somebody else. Yeah, you might be. I don't think... Nah, no, it's still Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys. Oh, okay. Yeah, same. Never guys. mind. Well, fucking... That's okay. I mean, it's, t- still, it's still going to be hard for him to outscore Mike Evans. Exactly. He could, but and if then, I had to give an edge like you said, probably to Evans. All right, t- move on to tight ends. Dude,
1: Waller's a stud.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I, I, they both have good matchups, though. So yeah. it's honestly going to depend on if one of them scores and one of them doesn't. All I'm saying really
1: is Waller... Fucking over a thousand yards last year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's
1: incredible. He was good. Uh so there's the edge. Let's move on to uh, flex here. We got Edelman. How do
0: you think a wide receiver one for Cam Newton's gonna do on New England? I, I think he'll be I think Edelman will be funny. I don't think he's gonna be like a world beater, but I think he'll be like PP double guy. digits every week. Yeah, like low double digits every week.
1: Like, guaranteed six catches type yeah. deal. Yep. I agree. So, And same thing with Crowder. Like, yeah. he has a, and it's not only the touches, it's like the target share. Like, yeah. they just, but most of the passes are to him. Not most, but a lot. I
0: know one week he had 14 catches in one week. Like, <laughs> yeah. Which is insane.
1: I remember that. <clears throat> but I was hearing shit like he may be hurt. Like a hamstring thing, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean he's questionable right now. I didn't read on it, but um, and then Marlon
1: Mack is going to be splitting touches with Taylor, probably. Um, yeah. and he's just he doesn't catch passes.
0: No, and, and they have Hines for that too.
1: Exact, yeah. and in one of these <clears throat> like committee like splitting touches, the only value in PPR, you, you have to be get, catching touches, mm-hmm. catching passes. Fuck, I'm using the wrong words, but okay. Um. I think it's solid. Like, there's a lot of potential there. Um, but I feel like they're not going to go off. You're not going to get, like, some mm-hmm. crazy points out of these guys. Versus, now we got Ingram, Cup, and Brown. Oh, he Shepherd. put Shepard in. Yeah. Okay. Shepard, I like Shepard. He he mm-hmm. does well in that offense. Um, Cooper Cup, super consistent. Yeah. He just has to be healthy. Goff loves him. Yeah. And he
0: he also has this insane ability to get upfield. Dude, he's he had some weeks last year where he had, I think he had three or four weeks where he had 30-plus. Well,
1: and the number of times he got tackled on, like, the one-yard line uh, about to score a touchdown.
0: Yeah, he was the fourth receiver last year, position rank. I had year. him. I had yeah. him on my team. He was awesome. I remember awesome. you had
1: him. Yeah, he was really good. Um... Yeah, he just he he'll it's the yards after contact, which is incredible for a short white guy. Mm-hmm. Then uh obviously Ingram, super solid. Yeah. Veteran guy, gonna get his carries. Um flex advantage goes to Kybe. So we have Eric with the quarterback advantage, but mm-hmm. all the rest to Kybe. Um Kybe, I said one forty, one thirty. If Mahomes and Hill just go off, I said that. If Edelman, like, really he's playing Miami, and they fucking suck. Mm-hmm. So it depends how they win. Like, is it going to be a passing battle, or maybe it's going to be all run? If he can get, like, a couple tutties, I think Eric may could pull this out. Yeah. With a solid performance by uh, the Chiefs. And then there's also if, you know, Mostert wants to do something to the other running backs and get his carries.
0: Yeah, I'm interested to see if he continues to excel.
1: And Moster. I can't, I don't understand if it's the, in that, for, the Niners offense. Like, is it, is it the 49ers or is it the running backs? Because one I, know. Of, I don't know. I can't tell if they're all this crazy I think talented. Coleman is
0: better than Mostert. Like, at football. But I think
1: McKinnon is better than both yeah. of them. Yeah.
0: So, dude, I've, I actually have no clue how that Am I wrong? Out. I think McKinnon is, like, crazy talented. He is He's very good. And he's going to catch the majority of passes. Okay. I,
1: I mean, they, I know they don't pass a lot, but... He was where? He was with the Vikings, and then they got Dalvin, and then, and then he had that him. big year when Dalvin was hurt, right? Yeah,
0: and then they shipped him to the San Fran, and then he missed all of last year <laughs> with a knee injury, and now he's back. Then
1: what, did Coleman come from the Falcons? Atlanta. Okay, you did, okay. I, I'm not crazy, I thought. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so that that's it for me. Thanks for letting me yeah, uh, man. break that down. But well, I'm excited to hear uh hear your matchups and your analysis.
0: Um so the next one is Tro versus Himmler. The man right to the right of me. And you guys were pretty similar in uh, in the preseason rankings, you know, very similar teams, both solid. But, you know, fantasy football is a lot about matchups. So I'm giving a slight edge this week to Tro just because of matchups, and I'll tell you why. So I think I think he wins probably by around 10 points, 11 points. Uh, I think for net leaving for Himmler, I think you, you have Chark, right?
1: I do, yeah. Yeah,
0: I think it might hurt him a tad just because they're – they're probably going to pay less attention to the run game as they normally would have with Leonard. And then I love Barkley, um, but I think it's just tough for him against T.J. Watt and and the brothers. You know, that's a rough first-week matchup. Not to say that he's not going to score you points, but, like, I would feel more comfortable if if he was playing Jacksonville than (laughs) than Pittsburgh. So that's, that's just tough, too. And then Cam, you know, it'll be interesting. I think he'll do fine. But So that'll be neat to see his first start as a Patriot, see how many points he can get. But uh, I said I really liked your flex matchups here. Let me just double back and look at them. Yeah, like Jonathan Taylor's playing Jacksonville, so yeah, I liked yeah, his it's... matchup. Will Fuller, I think he could get loose against uh, KC. And then Curtis Samuel, the Raiders secondary is not very good. And Curtis Samuel, kind of like Robbie Anderson, they can both blow the top off. What do you so... think about uh,
1: who's, who's my middle flex you said? Fuller. Oh, what do you think? Do you think he's gonna be a real wide receiver one? Because I, I think he's gonna get hurt at some point, just like he always
0: probably. Does. I mean, it'll be him and uh, Cooks probably as the top two receiving guys because yeah. they got Brandon Cooks from the Rams. So, uh, but we'll see. Now he'll definitely have his weeks again. He's he's too explosive to not. Um, but where was I here? Yeah, so I said your biggest shot this week. To pull off not an upset, but just because some of your guys don't have favorable matchups, is those flex guys find the end zone. Like you need one of those weeks from Fuller, you need Taylor to probably getting the end zone twice, which is very possible. Yeah. It's not, it's definitely not out of the question. Um, but Tro, on the other hand, he had some favorable running back matchups with uh, Jacobs against Carolina, who does not have Keekley anymore, and then David Johnson. Uh, we'll see how he does, but I know Kansas City's defense was strong to end the year last year, but they've been spotty, so that could be a good matchup for him. And then um, here, where am I here? Hilton and Doyle, I think they could have good weeks like Taylor because they're playing the Jags. And then uh, I liked Robinson's matchup versus Detroit minus Darius Slay now, so I think I think Robinson's going to be a dog. Yeah, this year. he's good, dude. Um, Eric,
1: I gave Eric shit for getting him last year. Yeah, I
0: didn't like, think he was going to be that good I gave either.
1: him a, a ton of shit for Eric. Yeah. He did not deserve it, because he, he showed showed me wrong there, but... Um... I just don't have much faith in the Bears.
0: No, Mitch is starting. Did you see that? Mitch is starting week is one. Is he? Confirmed. he? Yeah.
1: Or even, uh... I don't know, I think it's a shit show up there. I don't know what the
0: Bears are going to do. Um... But anyways, yeah, so I had this one. I gave it an advantage to Tro, strictly based off matchups. I like both teams, but I said final score Tro 144, Himmler 133. So both high scoring, just a slight advantage to Troll. Um, moving to the next game, let's see. Twos versus Breezy. Um, so you all know that I have Twos ranked fairly low, and Breezy's fairly high, so you probably think this is a no-brainer. However, While I'm still picking Breezy to win, I think this is going to be closer than people think. So first off, for Tuse here, I know he has Big Ben. Yes, I'm biased because I'm a Steeler fan, but the Giants are horrible. And I think he could have very well have a 3-plus TD performance week one against the Giants. I also think that Miles Sanders has a favorable matchup against the former Redskins, now the Washington football team. Uh, I personally think the thing that's going to limit U2s is D-Hop playing San Fran and Sutton playing a feisty Titans defense, who also like to play that time of possession game with Derrick Henry. So who knows how many drives Denver's even going to get. So that's going to hurt U2s. Breezy, on the other hand, you have some favorable receiving matchups like Diggs, Allen, and Andrews. I think Diggs is playing the Jets, Allen's playing the Bengals, and Andrews is playing the Browns. Um... Also, I think what hurts twos in the end is Ingram, who is very explosive at times. But again, like I was talking about him with Barkley, he has kind of a shitty matchup against Pittsburgh. I can't even remember any receivers last year, outside of the Minka Fitzpatrick trade that played Pittsburgh that had like very good fantasy weeks. Can you? Like, of watching the Steeler games, did any receiver or tight end like go off after they got Minka Fitzpatrick? Against them.
1: Um, there was <clears throat> some of those weeks when, like, Duck would throw, like, eight interceptions. Mm-hmm. But, barring that.
0: No one, like, murdered the Steelers secondary. And especially bless, me. especially with their pass rushers, too. you yeah.
1: well, we don't have that much well, time. And they play this, like, <clears throat> fine. At ed- What's so exciting about that defense is they play this, like, look, we're going to cover in a way that's so aggressive that we won't be able to stick on to them for seven seconds. We got TJ Watt, we got Hayward. Hayward. Like they're gonna get that. It's it's like this. uh, Like I've never seen. You know, there's always that coverage sack. Yeah, I've never seen it like swapped. Yeah, you know, like you let us take some risks because we know you're gonna find the quarterback Mm -hmm. at some point. Yep. And that's where Mika. That's how he gets all his turnovers. Same with Joe
0: Hayden too, and he plays.
1: It's interesting. Like he does a similar concept to Paul Malu of like blowing responsibilities Mm -hmm. to make a play but he does it in a completely different way purely a coverage standpoint
0: yeah he's definitely yeah i think he's he's more of a cover guy than paul amalu was because paul amalu was always around the line of scrimmage but no the aspect that he brought just being able to play a true center field instead of freaking mike mitchell or sean davis or some idiot that they've had for the past five years is, is a nice luxury to have. Paul Malo had that
1: gift of, like, timing the snap. He is a gift of, like, reading receivers and quarterbacks.
0: Right. He's great at that. So definitely glad he's on the team I root for. Um, but to get back to the Twos-Breezy matchup, my final score prediction here, I actually have this one high scoring. I got Breezy at 158 and Twos to 149. So I think Twos kept it respectable. Um, but again, matchups are just ultimately going to be your downfall. So here we go. Leading us to the last matchup here. Probably the most anticipated matchup of the week. Kren versus Timmins. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of shit talking. Dish tracks were made. These two jabronis do not like each other. So let's break down this matchup. So for this one, I kind of did it how Himmler did. I went position by position kind of determine the outcome of this. So QB, i got to go with Lamar. I do like Watson, but also with D-Hop being gone, it's hard to replace that production. And then I'm also taking rushing yards into a factor. So I'm giving the edge to Lamar here. RB1, Eckler versus Henry. I'm giving a slight edge to Eckler because he'll probably catch more. Not probably. He will catch more passes. But then RB2, I'm giving an edge to Jones over... um Who's Timmons RB2? Gurley. Gurley, yeah. I'm giving the advantage to Jones against Gurley. Neither has a superb matchup week one. Seattle's defense is pretty good, and then Minnesota's defense is also good.
1: The problem with Gurley is that <clears throat> just playing Seattle and they just chew clock.
0: Yeah. And they added Adams. They still have Bobby Wagner. They don't have Clowney anymore, but. Like they're, Clown, where's Clowney? He's land? still a free agent.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. But Wagner is pretty Probably the best Bobby Wagner's a beast. middle the linebacker in the league. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, slight edge to Aaron Jones here. Let me find where I was in my notes. Here we go. Wide receiver one, I think it's Woods versus OBJ. Yeah, I gave the slight edge to Woods here because he's been slightly more consistent the last two years than OBJ, and he OBJ also has a tough draw against Baltimore's corners with Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey. Uh, Wide receiver two, I like Calvin Ridley at this point over Johnson until we see. I do like Deontay Johnson, but for right now, I just it's going to be tough to see who's really going to have the chemistry with Big Ben. Uh, so yeah, I like Ridley here. Tight ends, while I like Hurst position more, like for the future, I'm going to go with Higby this week, and then Dobbins versus Boyd. Who I got to think that they're. Probably gonna wean Dobbins into his carries, so if he can't find the end zone this week, at least it's gonna be hard to count on him. Later in the year, it might be a different story, but for week one purposes, I'm gonna go with Boyd here. Uh, going to the flex, I actually like Preston Williams over Kirk. With adding D Hop, I think Kirk is up in the air a little bit. He's not. He's definitely gonna be not gonna be a non-factor. Like he'll have his weeks, but adding D Hop, I know they want to get Isabella more involved. So we'll see there. Larry Fitz is still there. And then Preston Williams is a clear-cut number two receiver. I know the Dolphins kind of stink, but he's a huge body. He's like 6'5", like 240. He's definitely a starting receiver, so I like him over Kirk. Um, and then where are we at here? d versus Cole Beasley is honestly a pick em for me. Is d going to have three 50-plus-yard touchdowns or three catches on the whole game? And then Cole Beasley, he's kind of that underneath PPR – like safety blanket type deal, like six catches for 50 yards. There's some value to that. So yeah, it's it's a toss-up for me. And then the kicking advantage I'm giving the Butker because they'll probably score more points. So overall, I think Kren has a slight edge in position by position. So I'm going to say he wins comfortably. I have the score here, 138 to 121. So that wraps up our predictions for week one here. We're going to move into our final segment, it's a game I like to call who's better and if you're wondering if I completely made it up yeah I did so I randomly went to the internet and I just did like debate I typed in like debates NFL like positions and I just picked a few that I thought we could me and Himmler could have a nice little chat about so start here we're going to start with quarterbacks who is better Dak Prescott or Carson Wentz Dak you think Dak is better at football yeah Okay. I'm going to say Wentz because I don't think there's much on the football field Dak can do that Wentz can't other than stay healthy. <laughs> like I think Wentz wow. I think Wentz can make every throw Dak can. Like I think yeah. And he's I, just bigger and has a little bit of a stronger arm. I, I do think the only <clears throat> physical.
1: I think maybe Dak is a little better, maybe on the run or yeah, just rushing. He's, yeah, he's. I think he's tad more athletic. No, I agree with you. They yeah. can both make the same amount of throws. Mm-hmm. What separates Dak in my mind is he. Like I, I think he's underrated in this aspect. He always makes the safe thing.
0: Yeah, I it's, I like Dak it's, a lot too personally. But
1: I think the, there is a limit to that. Like Brady is so special cuz he does all the safe things until he shouldn't and just goes a risk. Yeah. Like he but whereas Dak I feel like has trouble getting out of that. Like sometimes you do kind of have to take risks. But that's also, you know, it's one of this double-edged sword. Like, yes, makes him very consistent and makes him a high-level quarterback. Mm-hmm. But is he the spectacular player Mahomes is? No. No. And I think Wentz has some of that. But I think he gets in trouble where sometimes he, he should be doing more of yeah, safe, No, I smart. I actually He's, like
0: that. I agree with that you, take. If
1: you watch Dak play football, <clears throat> what's so nice about it is he just takes If you give him yards, he'll just take it mm-hmm. every time. You give him a little three-yard, five-yard, little out or whatever, he'll take it. Free access. Yeah, he right. doesn't care. He'll take it. Uh, I think that's a very nice quality in Dak, but it doesn't mm-hmm. make him like uh, a fantasy superstar. Yeah. Plus, with Ge- Jason Garrett down there, he just loved to run. He loves the running back scoring.
0: Um. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Let's move to the next one here. All right. Tyree Killer, Mike Evans.
1: Is this just who's better in general?
0: Yeah, like who. I, or I could say, like, who would you rather have on your team?
1: They're similar age, right?
0: They're both like 28, 27 range. They're not yeah. old. Yeah,
1: I think. It's hard to say because Mike Evans is bigger. They're so like, Tyreek kills
0: like five nine, and Mike Evans is like six five. Yeah, like they're two polar opposites. Yeah,
1: but Tyreek is so much faster.
0: His his speed, his game breaking speed is absurd. And he'll just run. He runs by anyone.
1: And I, Mike Evans is like really good. He just has that consistency issue.
0: I know he struggled with drops too. Like that's like the biggest knock for him. So, I don't know. Like, he's definitely really good. I personally would probably go with Tyreek. That's just my opinion. Oh, you're good. Yeah, you can talk. We're fine.
1: Oh, uh, the, uh, the car's in the driveway. Can we pause oh, this? Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, here, let me... Yeah. I don't know if we can pause. Keep it going. Okay. I'll move the car. I'll okay. Be right back. Well, for... Uh... So, here's, <laughs> yeah. the, here's the... Yeah, he's going to move
1: the car. Yeah. 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 Thank you. You're good. Um, yeah, no problem. So
0: <laughs> okay. All right, well,
1: <laughs> Gailey's blocking my mom in the car, so he's going to go move his car <laughs> oh, man, quick.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, we're going to continue sorry. with...
0: that.
1: Uh, <laughs> all right, we were talking about Tyreek <laughs> and Evans. Uh, Tyreek is so much... Like, he, he's just so talented. He's so fast. He has Mahomes. He... uh Brady, as good as he is, as successful as he's been, he's old, he won't be there very long. So in a dynasty league, I want Tyreek. Um I, I just he's so fast. He's so fucking fast. And he, he, he only gets faster out on the field, so you gotta go with Tyreek. Uh let's moving on to <laughs> this is this is a good one. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott or Saquon Barkley? (laughs) And it's. I'm laughing because that was the question when I drafted. And I picked Saquon, so you'd think. I sort of have to say that I'm on my team. So, I mean, I do in a Dynasty League. Um, I think. I don't know. I guess. Ezekiel Elliott is really fucking good, but I think Saquon Barkley has this potential just to be unstoppable. He has he has uh, like significantly more 50-yard-plus runs than anybody else active in the NFL. He, he's just a really special talent, and this is, isn't to say Ezekiel Elliott isn't really, really amazing, hasn't been incredibly consistent. Um, I am worried in general about the Cowboys and their cap space, because I'm back. okay, Gailey is back. We're still uh, we're talking about, or I was talking about Zeke and Barkley. Okay, and I was. Well, just, who did you say? I, I well, I have to say Barkley because that's what yeah. my draft would say, but only in a, like in a dynasty. If it were a one league, one year thing, I would have taken Zeke.
0: Yeah. No, I I I'm going to say Zeke because I think overall, like not talking about fantasy, I think he's better at like blocking and that's for sure. I mean, he catches passes well. He is an auto like 4 yards a carry. Yeah. That's a really he, good, I think he's a, they're both beasts. But that's a I really good Zeke.
1: point about the blocking, the pass mm-hmm. protection. Yeah. Cuz Barkley's not. He's not good at that. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I have this perception that Barkley's like so much younger, but he's not. He's a year younger than Zeke. I know.
0: Yeah. Zeke's what, twenty-four? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he's like twenty-three.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to the next one. This is a good one. Kelsey or Kittle? That's hard. Um
1: I I'm a big fan of Kittle. Just because he loves blocking. He murders people. Dude, he... Like, he... The announcers love to talk about, like, in high school, he got everyone convinced, like, blocking is the coolest thing yeah. you can do. Yeah. And, like, all the all the best, most athletic kids wanted to be the, the lineman mm-hmm. I, I just... I've never seen a tight end who's so good at being a receiver love blocking so much. Yeah.
0: And you're right. Because he runs great routes, he has good hands, and he f- kills people. He crushes he people. people. Oh, yeah, I, I was gonna say him too not that I love Travis Kelsey too he's also a beast but he's also an underrated blocker because he's huge
1: I like what you were saying like I think Kittle's a more complete player but maybe it, that doesn't show up in fantasy
0: yeah um last one here JJ watt or Chandler Jones
1: JJ watt
0: at this stage now. of his career yeah or Chandler Jones yeah.
1: it's hard to say. Because I think a lot of these tight or like defensive ends, you need a compliment. Like mm-hmm. when Clowney was in town, I think yeah. the same JJ Watt with <clears throat> Clowney on the same other side would feel a lot better. Mm-hmm. But without Clowney, I go Jones.
0: Yeah, Jones just eats regard like they've never had really a great compliment. They had Terrell Suggs at the end of his career for like two years. Dude, he just But he's always just Yeah, he's a he, beast. He's, I would probably say him too. But uh, Watt's, like, a little more versatile because he can play on the inside. Because he's bigger. But he's also so many injuries. I know. I feel like he's lot.
1: he's worn down. It, he's just not... Like, Aaron Donald hasn't slowed a fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anything, he's only gotten faster and yeah. better and stronger. But I feel like you can't say the same thing about JJ. He's just not... It, it feels like Harrison, you know? He mm-hmm. started hitting that. Like, he's not
0: what he was he's he's still still good yeah like they can
1: compensate with being veterans and seeing it and being really good like they just can't do what they used to be able Mm -hmm. to do which was whatever the fuck they wanted and just
0: alright so yeah so you're going Jones too then yeah yeah me too alright that wraps up our last segment uh Himmler any final thoughts no,
1: just uh wanted to thank you for having me on.
0: Absolutely. It's a to great wish, time.
1: Wish everyone good luck this season.
0: Yeah, we're under a week away. Or Six no, five days. Yeah, five days like till that. kickoff. Thursday. Yeah.
1: Who who's the first game?
0: Kansas City Houston.
1: That's right. I oh, know yeah. I'm
0: excited. I don't have anyone playing in that game, but uh
1: but uh that will decide Eric's
0: game. Yeah, pretty much.
1: If they don't go, if they don't have, like, if they don't put up 50 points
0: total. Yeah. He's done. He's in for a long week. He's done. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for coming on. Maybe we'll get you on again before uh, the end of the season because we've got a lot of weeks. So We'll see. All right, man. Appreciate it. Talk to you boys later. Good luck in week one.